picture says a thousand words, so what does a thousand pictures say? Welcome to the Flare Delta Podcast, where we bring in leaders within the drone community and discuss their insights, perspectives, and unique journeys through the unmanned industry. I'm your host, Randall Warnes. In this episode, I sit down with Chris Cressy, Managing Director of North America for Pix4D. We discuss the importance of software in the drone space and bringing about the full potential of drone technology for commercial missions. All right, Chris, it's good to be with you. Good to spend some time talking about the drone industry. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk a little bit more about who is Chris outside of Pix40 and outside of the drone industry. Uh, Hi, Randall. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Chris Cressy, I've been living in Virginia for the past 20-something years. Happily married, 34 years actually. Congratulations. (laughs) Two adult children and a dog. So um, right now I live in, in uh, Spotsylvania, Virginia, which you probably never heard of, but I'm happy to tell you I'm soon going to be moving to Denver when we open our new uh, Pix40 U.S. headquarters awesome. in, in the Denver area. So is Denver an ideal location for you, or is it just where you're going to be? I'm excited about it. You know, I'm really excited. to. It's a vibrant, you know, growing city, and I'm looking forward to more urban living for a while. Yeah. So downsizing and urban living, and, uh, and then it's great for Pix4D. It's kind of the geospatial hub of the U.S. and the world, really. So awesome. we feel like we're really going to fit in there. Yeah, I went to graduate school in D.C., so I was in the greater D.C. area, uh-huh. and I, I've been to Fredericksburg, but I've, I, I don't know where Spotsylvania yeah. is clearly, because if you told me to drive to Spotsylvania, I would have headed uh, either north or, or <laughs> west. So you've been with Pix4D for how long? Uh, since last summer. Okay. Yep. And what was your first introduction to the drone industry? Well, it's interesting. You know, I've worked with defense companies and IT and science companies. Uh, probably back in the early 2000s, I was working for a company, Autometric, then bought by Boeing. And we did uh, mostly satellite imagery, but we started doing more with the military drones, intelligence drones, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So a little touch there. But then, then I kind of left it for a bunch of years, and I got into IT, been working for Cisco for 10 years. And at some point... You know, I started seeing the the drone industry take shape, and it's all the technologies and the things we used to do the hard way, now done the easy way. So I just kind of fell in love with it and decided to move into that field. So, so Pix4D is obviously a leader in what they do, taking data and making models and doing photogrammetry and things of that nature. But what sets Pix4D apart from other competitors, or what just makes the company special as a whole? It's it's really a remarkable story. I mean, I've worked with a lot of software and technology companies and and I think what really makes it stand apart from a software product it's usability it's the flexibility the versatility of it and also the accuracy the combination so give you an example I mean you, you can take a new a newbie to photogrammetry and drones they can fly a drone mission you know very simply collect the data process it and produce a usable 3d data set and you know the first time so that's amazing but you can also take a surveyor or a, you know an expert and he can do survey grade quality models and measurements and then you can have experts in particular verticals and they they're capable of doing very specialized workflows to produce very specialized results whether it's AEC or inspection or GIS type of data right so that's really what's remarkable about it such a versatile tool but yet can give you the accuracy you need for all these different purposes so Pix4D is a software player in the uh, in the industrial drone space but from a hardware perspective are manufacturers of airframes and payloads doing enough to kind of unlock Pix4D's full potential? Or is there something lagging behind where, you know, longer battery life to make a mission done in one flight or higher resolution on the RGB cameras or even thermal cameras would make it so that you can really get good data out of Pix4D? Or are you in a 
you know, a golden age of Pix4D already? Well, that's a good question. I think there's obviously going to be continuous improvements. I think we have reached a, a place where we can do some remarkable things with the product. You mentioned a couple things, longer battery life. You know, we're starting to see fixed-wing drones that can do hour, hour and a half flights where we can collect data. Now that starts to be difficult for Pix4D to process in one shot. But even there, we're starting to make progress. So I think you're seeing these things evolve. But at this point, I would say it's the hardware has evolved to the point where you can do some really amazing things with the technology today. My thinking, it's more software and integration in, in workflow integration for special, specialty type applications that is really going to make the biggest difference going forward. So I'm about to say something that's clear that I don't care if I sound stupid, asking stupid questions. But I remember 15 plus years ago, if I wanted to download a song, I would use Napster. And using Napster, it would take like an hour right. on the available internet to download a song, right? And which would now take seconds. For processing drone data, is it compression that makes that so it, it takes as long as it does? Or what can happen in the world for that process to be shorter? Because it used to take me hours to download a song and now it's nothing. What will it take to make those, you know, to make an ortho out of thousands of images fast? Good question. And I'll actually tell you something. We have a new product for ag that we released last year called Fields. I had a customer came in today and he said, I, I did a test case. I did 1,200 images, a couple hundred acres, and it took me five, under 10 minutes to process and produce an ortho with PIX4D fields. So the technology is evolving. Still to do the full three-dimensional mapping, you know, ortho, point cloud, modeling, DTM, all that stuff is a time-consuming process. You know, Moore's Law will continue to shrink it. But we have developed a 2D mapping algorithm that is good enough for agriculture and for a lot of type of inspection and ap other applications that is faster than you can fly the drone, you can produce an ortho. And is that all post-processed on a computer or is that, can you do that through the cloud real time? It's, it's meant to be done at the edge. So okay. the beauty of it is you don't have to upload the imagery to the cloud and you know, rely on you know, pumping a, you know, gigapixels of imagery up to yeah. the cloud. You can do it right on a laptop in the field faster than you can fly the drone. So that's really remarkable. Now, even also on top of that, we even have a tablet-based with our partner Parrot. There's the Parrot Bluegrass Fields, mm -hmm. which actually does all the processing on the controller on the Android tablet that actually while it's flying the, the Parrot Bluegrass drone. So, so it, I mean, obviously the dynamics of what the Parrot organization is, meaning Pix4D and SenseFly and, and Parrot as a whole, is interesting. It's an interesting ecosystem that has been built out, and it is primarily European-based. And mm -hmm. this is something where there's a lot of players throughout the world that are doing interesting things in drones. And being one of those companies that has a strong foundation in Europe, do you find that that dynamic makes you a stronger player in the European market than the U.S.? Or, and are there lessons to be learned on how the European drone world is using this technology that the U.S. and other places should be learning from? You know, at this point, we're really a global company. You know, we were founded in Switzerland. But, you know, I run the U.S. operations now, and we're about half the company, basically, in, in terms of sales. Oh, wow. So it, the U.S. market really does drive what we do to a huge extent. You know, in Europe, there's still differences between different countries and the rules and the laws and what people are doing in those countries. And obviously, you know, we're doing business in probably 100 countries around the world at this point with our product. So you have the 
the challenge of all these different places with different rule sets and so forth that you know make some things feasible and some things not. The U.S. still is the most you know single contiguous place where we drive the market. So when someone's using PIX40 or the pilot network that uses PIX40, what are the missions that they're generally using your technology for? You know, we started out. It, it's fascinating to me, relatively new to PIX4D, you know, the product was created not necessarily with drones in mind. It was, you know, structure from motion algorithm, really a revolutionary technique for photogrammetry. And, you know, we did a lot of stuff in the early days, just handheld cameras, you know, it wasn't even, and then drones became possible and it all kind of magically came together in this amazing solution with drone photogrammetry. So really where it started, probably our single biggest user base is the surveying community. So mapping, surveying, you know, traditional type of skill sets that now can be done with drones. But it's a wide range of industries. So I would say monitoring and inspection for the different industries, construction, utilities, cell towers, you, know, you name it. There's, there's so many different applications there. Ag is certainly big. And then the public sector, both uh, civilian and as well as military, are, are using our products. Any use case that is particularly weird or strange or unique, something that, you know, someone's told you a story about what they're doing and you're like, that's the weirdest thing or craziest thing or best <laughs> thing I've ever heard someone using with our technology? You know, every day I'm kind of surprised. And this is a, you know, a trait of a good product. I've worked with other really interesting software products over the years and you're always surprised by the ingenuity and, you know, that makes you feel good about your product when it can be used in so many different ways. I saw a thing today here at AUBSI, flyability. They've got this caged drone that can fly indoors, and they mapped the inside of a mine interior with PIX4D and actually created a 3D structure of the inside of this very dangerous you know, underground mine that I can't imagine how you could do it any other way. You, you couldn't do it with any other technology, and at, at least at a reasonable cost. So did they use for the lighting to make sure that the images were actually usable, did they use the drone light or did yeah. they? Ha yeah, they had built-in lighting in the drone, little LEDs wow. that light up the wall and they flew, like manually flew it at like five to 10 feet from the wall and, you know, basically click, 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 manually created this thing. So but, could they geo-reference that though? No. So they did it all by hand? So PIX4D will solve it even without the geotags. It's amazing. I don't want to sound super surprised and shocked <laughs> and amazed over over a podcast, but that's, I mean, I would think that you would need some sort of reference from the GPS to do that, but you're saying... No, it, it actually, basically, the way the, the product, like I said, the product was built originally for, you know, regular cameras, so, yeah. you know, basically modeling small things on the ground or whatever from a camera, so really it can determine just once it can create the matching points from overlapping images, it can put it together and, and compute the camera positions. takes a little longer, but it can compute it even without geotags. Uh, that's impressive. Yeah. So as a software company in the drone industry, what do you find are like the stumbling blocks or the greatest challenges that you face to grow or to scale or, you know, working with customers? What are, what are those things as a software company you run into? You know, it, this is really interesting to me, you know, with PIX4D because we're so well established as a core tool now in the, in the industry and so versatile, but now people are trying to use this in all these different industries. So it's a question of do you do horizontal integration like we do today? You know, you can, you know, the drone flight operations and, and, and then, you know, output to, to CAD or GIS systems. Or do you do more vertical? where now you're, you're looking at different industries where it's oil and gas or you know, roof inspections or each one of those different verticals has very specialized workflows 
And if you're going to be successful in there, you've got to kind of design your tool to solve that whole workflow vertically versus more of the horizontal integration between software packages. So I think that's our biggest challenge is to figure out where we invest for vertical or, or horizontal. Gotcha. So Pix4D as a software company is currently, currently you basically make ortho mosaics, you make maps and you make 3D models as a primary output. Do you have any anomaly detection or artificial intelligence, things that will make the analysis of your outputs simpler? Is that something that you're working towards or is that something that you're leaving for others to work out? Both, yeah. Okay. We're starting to do some of that in-house and you know, we've got some rudimentary machine learning tools that can do automatic feature classification in the product today, but there's a lot more to do there. So, And I think to be successful, we're going to have to you know, make the tool more readily usable for machine learning, artificial intelligence, you know, automatic detections, capabilities for other people because clearly there's so many different types of that in, you know, in specialist terms of you know, different types of problems to be solved with that that you can't, one person can't solve it all, one, one company. So. Right, and because we are, FLIR is a thermal imaging manufacturer, we rely on software partners to enable the ability to work with this data in the thermal world. So what kind of capabilities today can you get through Pix40 using thermal data? Well, it's, it's, we can do some very interesting things with thermal today. Usually it's in combination with either multispectral or RGB imagery. You know, it turns out thermal is much lower resolution and also it's generally difficult to get the matching points that you need to, to do real 3D reconstruction. Um, we're pretty successful doing 2D reconstruction with Nader imagery, look down, you know, relatively simple structures. But real complex 3D structures, generally the approach that does work to some degree is to reconstruct the 3D scene with the RGB imagery. And then in our software you can use the thermal imagery and overlay it, basically drape it over the a mesh in the end to do visualization. Is there a name for that process? I don't know that there is. I think that, I mean, <laughs> the drape, the, the mesh, the you know, overlay, there's a lot of, right. of words that I've used, but uh, maybe we need to coin it and just be done with it. <laughs> Could be. Um, so in, the, in this industry, and we're talking the drone industry as a whole, what are the things that kind of propel you to get up every day and do this work? Is, is it, you know, saving lives? Is it making things more efficient? Is it the hope that, you know, there's a drone in every... Uh, you know, every toolbox and, and squad car. I mean, what, what do you envision and what drives you? Yeah, all these technologies are things I worked with earlier in my career at more fundamental stages of development, you know, and to see them all come together into one tool set is really exciting. And then just to see all the new problems that you can solve or can solve, do better than the traditional methods is just really fascinating to me. So whether it's you know, it's search and rescue type applications in the future or, you know, solving business problems more efficiently. The opportunities there are to, you know, make huge advancements in the way we do do these kind of things that used to take hours and days to, to do. Have you always gravitated towards technology? Well, I started out, I'm an engineer for 20 years, oh, okay. mechanical engineer, uh, and I've, you know, been through a bunch of fields through the yeah. history. So, I, you know, and it's, it's kind of funny because all these technologies that I said have have kind of coalesced into this one industry of drones. It's just fascinating to me to see it all come together and, and be able to solve problems that you couldn't solve any other way. Absolutely. 
So one thing I always do is there's five questions that I ask that you haven't seen, you don't know about. Okay. They're fast answer questions, generally one word, two words, a couple sentences. So be prepared. First question is, what is the most promising industry for commercial drones over the next 10 years? I think it's monitoring infrastructure in okay. general. Yeah. Infrastructure meaning like roads, bridges, that sort, or like power lines? Yes. Okay, all of it, all of the above. It's Just the, infrastructure inspection. Okay. Yeah. Who is someone inside of the drone industry that you respect or, you know, has some influence in how you, you do your work? Well, certainly, maybe it's self-serving, but our CEO, Christoph Stretches, you know, has done a remarkable thing with this company. It's, you know, it's a tremendous success, to, by my thinking, to you know, create something from a, basically a college thesis and turn it into a, a world-leading software package. Is that the story of Pix4D, then? Pretty much, yeah. He's, he's a founder. He is the founder. Yeah, there was a couple founders a initially that teamed together to produce it, but yeah. Huh. Do you know what year that was or how long ago? Well, the company was founded right after that in, in 2011. Wow. So, okay. Um, eight years now. So. Cool. So, do you think there will be another period of growth in the drone industry like there's been over the last few, few years, or will it be more of a you know, gradual thing like in most industries? Will it be like cell phones or will it be like cars where it's just gradual? I think we're in, in a near term, we're going to see a much faster period of growth. Really, to me, the, the driver is probably machine learning, artificial intelligence. Um, as soon as you can produce usable results out of the data that you collect more efficiently, you know, Pix4D and mapping in 3D is a part of that, but, you know, when you can create that whole workflow into the machine learning and create insight from the data is, is I think it's really going to take off. That's great. So I'm going to give you three different platforms and I want you to rank each one one through ten on their importance to the drone industry so multi-rotor oh, it's probably got to be one importance considering how in the in the evolution of it and so the success let's say of it? ten is the most important okay and one is the least oh okay it. yeah that's on me ten I should have got it. okay yeah. so what about fixed wing that's an older technology but I'd say it's seven or something yeah okay and then VTOL vertical takeoff and landing Six. Okay. Good. And last of these fast questions is, what is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, probably Blade Runner, the original one. The original Blade Runner. <laughs> Thank goodness you didn't say the remake. <laughs> it's good. So what is the next big thing for the drone industry? Where are we headed, or what's the next big like threshold we'll pass through? Well, I think we, you know, I already touched on it. It's, it's machine learning, automatic detection. Really, it's, you know, the rapid automated processing and production of meaningful data in a form that you can use that solves, you know, that reduces your cost in some meaningful way, you know. Right now we're producing too much data, you don't even know what to do with it, you right. know. So, uh, you know, eventually we've got to get to the machines processing or analyzing the data and producing meaningful results. Are we close? I think we got a ways to go. But, yeah? yeah? I mean, my mind tries to wrap around who's going to be the leader in that. Is it going to be someone that's so dedicated to drones that they have a startup just like, you know, Pix4D was created, it was someone's thesis, and that's how it's built? Or is it going to be one of these giants like an Intel, a Microsoft, a Google? I think the giants will own the tools, the artificial intelligence engines and, and the general tools. But I think it will still take, you know, entrepreneurs and, and, and people in our industry to solve specific problems. I mean, artificial intelligence, it, you're still solving a problem, and, and you have to train the machine to solve the problem with the right kind of data. That's going to take a lot of you know, entrepreneurship and specialty 
intelligent people to solve the problem. Right. So. so right now we're at Exponential in Chicago, and we see thousands of people walking around. And it's interesting to think that one of those human beings could be the one to unlock a lot of things, or that making a match between two people, whether it's an individual in an organization or two different organizations, could be the key to the next gen- next steps, right? Yeah. Because we're in a place where there's brilliant people that are be walking around, and they're just looking at technology. Some of them don't even open uh, open their mouths throughout the whole day. They don't ask questions. They're just looking. Right. But this is like an opportunity. These family reunions of the drone industry are opportunities to start reaching out to each other and push more collaboration. So this leads into a question that I wasn't expecting. Collaboration with PIX4D for either another organization or an individual that wants to to work with PIX4D, how is the best way to approach those conversations with an organization, especially an organization that isn't headquartered in the United States and most of these people would be Silicon Valley or, you know, yeah, we're trying to reach out and, and do some of that. You know, we actually have a product called the PIX4D engine, which is the core engine processing system of the, the Mapper product that's most popular. And we have a full SDK for that. So we're working with companies and allowing them to integrate our processing into their workflows. So that, to me, is the, the best tool that we have today mm-hmm. where we can engage customers and help them solve problems that we're not going to directly address. You know, I mentioned vertical. Most of those vertical solutions are going to come from companies adopting our engine and solving a whole vertical stack of a workflow right. for their particular industry. So, and to, to, re, to get a hold of PIX4D and to, to basically make that pitch of uh, collaboration, is that done on a local level? Is that done because of an interpersonal relationship? Or do you have a, a place where people go with those ideas to try to talk to you know, someone? Yeah, for the most part, I would say it's our sales team and then meeting people at conferences like this with our with our technical management staff that goes to shows. So we don't have a outreach kind of thing today yeah. other than our sales with the engine product where we're actively engaging in companies that are doing this kind of integration and, and solution problem solving. Gotcha. So the last question I have, and, and this comes from a worker bee, which is me. I work for a company. I don't, I'm not, not in an entrepreneurial position now. But looking at someone within the drone industry that approaches you for, let's say, a job, and they have a skill. What mm. is one of the most valuable skills you're seeing for people within the drone industry that they could either hone or you know, develop as, as they're looking to succeed in this industry? I don't know. Is there one particular skill, if, if there is? You know, there's two sides of it, too. And I'm an engineer, and now I've gone into sales. And uh, so I, I always tend to fall back to the engineering. And there, it's hard to see. I mean, clearly, knowledge of GIS, geospatial technologies, in general, STEM and software are all the building blocks. But then at the same time, you know, you can see the people who are really successful at creating solutions are generally involved in sales and entrepreneurship. So putting the pieces together from a business standpoint, I think is in the end what's going to drive this industry more than anything. There's so many tools there, but being able to have the insight, if I put this together, I can solve a problem that's going to be worth this much money mm-hmm. in the end you know, to the industry is, uh, is really what's going to drive it at this point. So when you were an engineer, what were the products or the things you were building? 
you know, I, I've done so many things. I started out a fluid dynamicist doing uh, <laughs> ship hydrodynamics for the Navy. Yeah, I, then would, I, have, did, I would have pinpointed you yeah. as one of, one of those. Yeah, the computer graphics, and I did uh, 3D terrain modeling years ago and supercomputers and silicon graphics. And Are you seeing any parallels with the drone industry in those things, or do you think that this is truly a unique experience we're in right now? No, I, I would say, you know, I started my career, I, I got into 3D computer graphics, early on when it was much the same as the drone industry and uh, you know it evolved into you know it was just a bunch of geeks drawing pixels on your screen you know uh, but it got into film and television special effects and animation and now video games and and you know all the the 3D graphics that you see in Pix4D were all you know invented 30 years ago at the start of this industry but what's really unique is at that time you had to learn all these different technologies you know, if you were solving animation for Disney, you'd have to go study the biomechanics of animals and learn how to model that in computer graphics. And kind of the same thing here, the parallel is you've got a tool, a mapping tool, you want to apply it to some, you know, 10 different industries, you have to go learn those industries and then help the, the people in the industry how to solve that problem. So there's a lot of parallels like that where all these technologies are coming together to solve really unique problems that that you wouldn't you know aren't aren't classically defined as you know drone technology right so yeah well I think we're learning a ton from the mobile space I think we're yep. lear going to learn a ton from the autonomous driving car space mm -hmm. in drones with the anomaly detection and real time AI mm -hmm. sense and avoid so you know I I feel it's a pleasure to sit down and talk with you I hope that. Clear continues to work with Pix4D as a partner, and I, I think that we just need to promote more collaboration within the industry because we have a ton of smart people working around it, and we end up defining ourselves by the company rather than the industry. And so having an opportunity to sit down with another mind within the industry is, is a pleasure. So I appreciate that. This has been fascinating, Randall. Thanks for the, the chance. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Make sure to head to FLIR.com Delta for more episodes and downloads. Also, subscribe or follow to make sure to catch all the Flare Delta content. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, someone you'd like us to sit down with, or a way we can make this podcast even better, make sure to send us your thoughts to delta.podcast at Again, thanks for making Flare Delta part of your connection with the drone industry.